Welcome back. We are live at Fadley's. It is, uh, it's 10, 10 a.m. on a Monday. We've already had technical problems, which I fully expected. I mean, just bought all this new equipment and the mix minus isn't working, but we're working now. Welcome back on the live stream. If you're listening on AM 1570, uh, I'm going to be replaying all of these. One of the reasons I decided to do this thing live was first to create a little bit of excitement around it, do something for the Maryland Food Banks. If you are in the area, bring us down some, uh, some items. I've already got several bags. we got some lasagna here, making me hungry for lunch around here. It's a good thing I'm at Fadley's. We're Fadley's in the old Lexington market. We'll be in the new market. It's all brought to you by our friends at the Maryland Lottery. We have the 10 times the cash. Brock Yetzo is going to get uh, number three here uh, for being our third guest on the program with the Almond Fund. Um, you know, Brock, I, I've never met you. We're, we're LinkedIn friends. I'm going to get your microphone up where it needs to be. We're LinkedIn friends. Uh, I think we have hundreds of mutual connections, yeah. right? I've heard about the Almond Fund. I think I've done segments with other people in regard to in your, in your, your workspace. But I've never had you on. I've been trying to drag you down for about six months for a crab cake tour. So thanks for coming by, man. Yeah, How are it's you? great to be here. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Well, I mean, uh, when my sponsors put this thing out, I, I was at a, a, a thing with Wise Marks about three months ago with Jamie Costello doing a food drive. And it sort of inspired me a little bit to say, all right, so if the food drive is the backbone of all of this, we could get 100 other charities. We just had American Cancer Society here talking about something that's near and dear to my heart, charity, because my wife was is a cancer survivor. Yeah. And I started to have these conversations when she got sick 10 years ago and I thought, oh, we're not alone. We're not the only ones that had this ish happen, this horrible thing. What is the almond? Give me the whole almond story and give me your story about getting involved with this because it's been at this a long time. It's, it's now a sort of a household name for charity in this area. Yeah, right? that, that's been our, one of our goals, and we're still striving to, to make sure that we are the uh, you know, first phone call for, for young adults impacted by cancer. But first of all, thanks for having me. This is amazing. When, you, you. when you emailed me and you had this daunting task to bring all these organizations out, I was like, kudos to you. Well, we're now we're into it. I've already screwed it up, so I mean, hey, can I get downhill from me? i got 39 more hours to go. You so. know, there's so much positive in Baltimore, and, <laughs> and, and I believe the, you know, the social impact organizations are the backbone of, of what's going on here, helping people that are dealing with some of you know, society's deepest and darkest problems. So, and Allman is just one of, in, of many groups in, in American Cancer Society. I, I heard them coming in. They're doing great work, and they're they're a great partner in the work. We're gonna that have we that do. all day, all week. Yeah. So it is. I've already awesome. cried. I'm an hour into this, and the Hope Lodge people got me on David Modell, and uh, David's talking to me today. I'm sure he you knows. Yeah. Like, yeah, they kick you out of Vegas. You go do charity work. I can I can hear David right now, chomping a cigar, telling me. Um, the, the basis of your charity, yeah. give, give everyone the whole story, because I, I, I'm trying to do these in 15-minute blocks, and I get ahead of myself and stuff, just thinking, well, they all know what the Omen No, we don't know. So yeah. tell them. So Omen Foundation, we were founded uh, 27 years ago, right here in Maryland. Uh, our founder, Doug Omen, uh, is a three-time cancer survivor, but 28 years ago was diagnosed with cancer as a sophomore in college. And uh, he and his family recognized there were unique challenges that he was dealing with as, as an adolescent, young adult college student. And uh, when they got on the phone, got on the internet that had just sort of, you know, come on scene, they couldn't find anything. You know, there's a lot of organizations out there that are incredible that support young kids with cancer. There's a lot of organizations that are specific to certain cancers, breast, colon, skin. But there was sort of this no man's land he fell in. So the, the family, the Ullman family, which is still here in Maryland, uh, Doug's older brother, Ken Ullman, uh, who's a uh, county executive. Ken and I had a beverage uh, hat uh, on the uh, deck at Merriweather. Lovely Merriweather. Right, and so Ken's doing awesome stuff in his work. But uh, the family got around the dining room table and said, we're going to do something about this. No young adult should have to face cancer alone. And so that was our vision statement. It still is our vision to this day. And, and what we do is we create a community of support. 
So the family started the organization 27 years ago in, in Howard County. Not Maryland. young anymore. No, no. So, so <laughs> we've aged. I've aged out. But uh, we, we define young adults as 15 to 39 year olds. So, uh, so mm, I, you I'm know, almost. I, I followed you. I you was know, 16 years ago. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but uh, but what we've seen and what Doug saw is that they're they're it's a unique time of your life, right? You're in college. You're starting a career. You're um, you're gaining independence. You're starting relationships. Uh, insurance becomes a big challenge. Starting a family. Um, and so we as an organization, the family created this 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 fund right from from day one we are creating a community for young adults and so the best way to define what we do is is really all the wraparound services that come with and that you need during a cancer experience right there's, there's doctors that are saving lives that are treating you know providing treatment um, there's a lot of incredible research and those are two things that we don't tackle we work with the wraparound so you get diagnosed you're in the hospital setting we have patient navigators that are embedded in some of the the, the best healthcare institutions in our country right here in baltimore i'm gonna um, cry a lot today because michelle bresnick <laughs> walsh is coming here from there goes my hero oh they do great uh, work around too. lunchtime and when my wife was diagnosed, everything came at me fast, yeah. right? She's in the hospital, family, information, friends, thousands of people concerned about her. And I, I can promise you, it, I, you never forget where you are. You know, doctor comes in. Uh, Mary Bubala's husband, Fox 45, uh, did the show over there last week promoting this. Her husband, Doug, was my, my wife's primary okay. for a period of time. And uh, an, an, another Great doctors now up in Philadelphia also saved her life. Um, uh, Dr. Keith Pratt's wonderful man. Yeah. Um, I called him the Grim Reaper at one point. He didn't like that. He was a doctor because <laughs> he came in and said, "You have leukemia. Mm-hmm. You have a terribly complex leukemia. Yeah. It's one of the most complex leukemias we've ever seen. Um, uh, do you, do you have a brother or sister?" Is the first question they asked yeah. her. Said, "Do you have a, Do you have somebody who can save your life?" And I, I guess it's that moment where you're like, "I need Google." Yeah, literally yeah. the first thing you do when you're diagnosed with something is say, what the hell is this? When I heard leukemia, I yeah. thought Brian's song, right? Brian Piccolo, I, you know, I, I thought she's going to die. You, you can't live. It's blood cancer. And then I learned that we've, and the American Cancer Society, come a long way. Yeah. You've talked 27 years with Allman. You, you, you've seen this science catch up to be able to create survivors in a, in a world where we wouldn't have had those before. 100%. And, and you've hit on a couple of things. So, I mean, the initial diagnosis, right? When Doug was diagnosed 28 years ago, he, he was diagnosed with chondrosarcoma. 28 years. Let's go back. That's 96? Yeah, yeah. 96. All right. So chondrosarcoma. What is a chondrosarcoma, right? It's a rare, rare type of cancer, cartilage tumor that was attached to his rib that, that challenged his breathing. Right? But he didn't know what that was, so he looked it up. So what we've tried to do is demystify and, and answer some of those questions. So he was our, in an AOL chat room, and he was looking it up. Dude. Come <laughs> yeah, on, <now>. exactly. <laughs> I mean, so our you know our, our people you've got are, mail. they're embedded in hospitals and they're media, they're right there with you know they would have been right there with your wife or, or with the young adult today that's diagnosed at Johns Hopkins. Or well, Maryland. we called Michelle happened at Hero because people had reached me and said you need to meet Eric yeah. Sauer, right? And Eric won't be here today, but Michelle will be. Michelle came down to my wife's bedside. 10 days into her diagnosis and she had survived it. Yeah. And to this day, like we're friends, she's coming down. But that coaching, that, that person sitting at the end of your bed said, I've been here. I've done that. I survived it. You're going to get lesions. This awful thing's going to happen. Then that awful thing's going to happen. Then this awful thing's going to happen, but you're going to survive. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. And, and, and Michelle's great. I'm excited. Maybe we'll cross paths. I hope so. She is an incredible human, but, but what we, we meet patients and families where they are. And so wherever you are in your journey, if it's the day you hear that diagnosis, if it's a weekend, if it's a month in, you're dealing with something. 
and, and we try to slow down the process and help you answer those tough questions and find the resources and the people um, to give you the comfort and the support and hope. I mean, uh, a doctor always told me hope is the most powerful medicine, right? Yeah, chemotherapy, radiation, proton, but at the end of the day, patients want to have hope that tomorrow will be a better day. And so Michelle provided that probably for your wife. Our navigators do it. Our, our organization tries to do that for young adults on a daily basis. And last year, we had 1,156 young adults that we were able to provide home. 1,156 last year. 56 Did last year. And that was a record year for us of, of impact. Brock Yetzos here from the Almond Fund. I've got to get my volume up so I can hear myself, yell at myself a little better. Uh, for, for your personal involvement yeah. in this, sounds like... You had a connection to the Ullman family, and a lot of people, I mean, uh, so everybody in Howard County knows an Ullman, right? Like, literally, right? <laughs> from Ellicott City down. But for, from your perspective, for you to get involved, how long have you been? Because I don't think I've known anybody else at the front of it other than your name. Because you have an interesting name, Rob. Thank you. Yeah, it is interesting. People, the name's memorable. I don't know if I am, but... Uh, I've been involved from day one as, as a friend of Doug. We grew up in Howard County, went to Centennial High School together, played soccer, and so I was actually... Do you remember actually, the day he got diagnosed? I do, I do. I was that first phone call outside of family, and, uh, and he called me. He said, hey, remember that? Remember uh, the breathing problems I had when we were getting ready for preseason soccer? You were busting my chops. I said, hey, you're out of shape. He goes, no, I, was, I, I, I have cancer. Like, oh, God. And so from there, that, I guess that was the beginning of my journey supporting a, a friend. Um, and I rolled up my sleeves and said, what do you need? What do you, what do you want me to do? How can right I help? Uh, and I got involved as a volunteer. Um, fast forward a couple years uh, when I graduated from the University of Virginia. Came back here to Maryland. Um, Why Virginia? We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Wahoo, wah. Uh, they used to be in the ACC. Um, you know, my family was touched by cancer. My mom, who was 57 years young at the time, uh, a nurse for 20 plus years at Johns Hopkins, um, was diagnosed with stage four colorectal cancer, <sighs> right? And so it, it hit us, and, and we, I mean, as a doctor uh, uh, that we work with, this says cancer is the great equalizer. It doesn't matter who you are, what, what your socioeconomic status, whatever it is, like, we're all on the same, same plane. But we saw that over at, at, at Kimmel. Yeah. yeah. 155 nights my wife did over there. So, you know, reaching to, uh, to resources, that's what this week's all about. So who reaches to you and how and when and what do you want the public to know? Because around the corner, it sucks. Yeah. It's awful. Somebody you know, this is going to happen to them. Yeah. We, we, uh, we have three primary areas that we help patients and families. One is in the hospital setting. So we're working at University of Maryland, Johns Hopkins. We partner with all the incredible institutions here in, in the Baltimore, Maryland, D.C., Virginia area. So my wife could have called you, right? She, she could have. Yeah, okay. so she could have. Well, she, she had aged out. She was 41 at the time. Yeah, but, we, we, but nonetheless. We grandfather but, but, in. But if, if we would have called you and I would have called and somebody yeah. said, call Brock down at Ullman. They, they help people. I call and say, my wife's in a can. She got diagnosed three days ago with leukemia. We're a mess. Yeah. But we have money and we have insurance. And, mm -hmm. You know, we have that. But what do we need to expect? You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. that was everything about this was strategy for survival. Right. Period. Yeah. And, and that's why what we're doing right here is so critical. It's an awareness gap. Right. You know, there, there are people out there that fall under our, our organization's field of service or age group that don't know about us. Right. And that's even They here sit in, in the hospital and... Right, right, right. And so it's right. connecting those data. We, we work and live in a fragmented healthcare system. Uh, well, we also think nobody cares and nobody's going to help. Right. And that's not true. Yeah, and sometimes people are, yeah, they're afraid to ask for help. So, so back to your question, it, it could be a provider in, in, in the hospital setting. It could be a friend. Oftentimes it's just a friend of a friend, someone like Michelle and Eric that says, hey, your wife, I'm going to send my friend down there to meet with you. And she's going to give you the support and the guidance that you need. You don't know you need it yet, but you need it. 
Um, and so it's really connecting those dots. And once you get to us, whether it's to a provider or a friend of a friend, you, you, you follow our social feeds, whatever it is, that's when we step in and figure out, you know, where can we be the greatest, greatest benefit to you and your family as you're going through this diagnosis. And it may be getting you a second opinion, maybe find you a peer support. It may be financial assistance to, to get to treatment because you, you don't have the money to pay for a, a taxi or an Uber. Um, or maybe it needs housing. You know, five years ago, we opened Ullman House, which is... Uh, Where's that? Yeah, it's right over on Madison Street next to Johns Hopkins. Uh, it, it is very similar to the, the incredible organization you just oh, talked hold to. Hold on. I, I was in that neighborhood 155 nights my wife spent in the hospital. Yeah. I was over there almost every day for two years, yeah. you know, with, with my wife. And... We got to go to various places in the Hope Lodge over here. But I, I don't know about your place. I yeah. was just trying to find a good cheeseburger somewhere over there. And my wife, during her second battle, she had her second transplant in November of 15. She almost died. She was pretty much in a coma most of that period of time. And she was kind of out of it trying to fight. And I thought she was going to die on December 22nd, 23rd. On the 24th of December, I went in. She sat up in bed and said, I want a pizza. She hadn't eaten in six weeks. And I'm like, where the hell am I getting a pizza on December 24th? In, in, in the corner of, <laughs> I can get you fried chicken. There's, you know, there's a, Popeye's. Um, and by the way, the food at Hopkins sucked. It's just, it just, I'll never give that up. Uh, when they brought my wife a bouillon cube and, and called it soup. Gotta like, see, yeah. it was not good. I went down to the Chinese joint and got down to Young's Carry and got her some chicken soup. But, um, the, the notion that, like, you're in the neighborhood there, I didn't even know about yeah. it. So you got to tell me Madison Street, right around the corner. Yeah, Madison, Collington, uh, Chester, right there. There's a block of row homes. So we saw, about 10 years ago, we saw an uptick in a need for transportation and housing for our, our patients and families. Uh, and, and they can stay at a Hope Lodge, but they age out of, like, a Ronald McDonald House or believe in tomorrow. Right. So, so if you're 21 years old, you can't stay at those facilities. So, again, there was sort of this gap in the healthcare system. So we went over to East Baltimore, and we found a block of row homes that uh, Eager Park, EBDI, the entity that owns that, that master development there. And they said, hey, listen, we'll give you these homes for a dollar, right? You remember those programs? <laughs> William Donald Schaefer, I hear him, I feel him. He faked these was his yeah. favorite fr- crab cake too, by the way. So. Yeah, so we had a shape, our own little Schaefer program. We got uh, six of our homes for a dollar a piece. Um, and we uh, launched a capital campaign eight years ago, raised $5 million. When did it open? Uh, it opened January 2019, so this is our, our five-year anniversary. So it wasn't there when my wife was It was, was not there. It was not there. 15. Okay. Well, that whole area has taken on a whole different vibe than when I was there. I went to, you know, the little sub shop on, on Orleans yeah. that sits there, a little Greek diner kind of place. Yeah. I went there and brought a pizza back for my wife at 4 in the afternoon on Christmas Eve. Sat there and ate two slices of pizza. That's amazing. And I can't get her to stop eating. You know, t- 10 years later, she's still doing good. So, Brock Yetso is here. He is Ullman Fund. Somebody how to find you out on the internet and uh, and how to look you up. I, you're my LinkedIn friend, so I can get you to Brock, but uh, and I can run into some Ullmans at oh, who's playing? Is it, Alanis is playing? Let's see, Mary. Oh, great lineup. I know who's not playing. You ready? Jimmy Buffett. Oh, that hurts. Yeah, I watched hurts. the Grammys last I night. I saw, yeah, you know? hit Memorial. Yeah, I mean, so, so we lost the so many. The Grammys were great. They were incredible. They oh, were, my uh, God, I, I, I couldn't fall asleep on it. I mean, when Annie Lennox was out doing, you know, a little Sinead, Stevie yeah. Wonder's doing it, it was a beautiful night. Yeah. And, and, and the Tracy, tra- oh, my God, that was so good. Soul show. My wife started crying, and my kids are going, Mommy, why are you crying? So you, you don't get it. Like, this is like. I listened to that on Kane Street in 87. Yeah. You don't understand Tracy. It was great seeing Tracy looking all silver and looking yeah. all dig, you know, dignified and looking awesome. Um, 
for you with sports, uh, you know, I think about sports locally for everybody. Is there anything you want to say about the Orioles? Anything you want to say about the Ravens at this point? Because I'm a sports guy, sports station. I know you're you, you're a little sporty with your hoos. By the way, I had yeah. Ralph Sampson in studio one time. Oh, yeah, one of the best hoos ever. He, was he, tall. he is tall. He used to hang around Virginia when I was there, and uh, you know, you were just awestruck. You know, he, he's a legend, and, and he's he's tall. Like, uh, but you know. I, I love I love our home teams. You know, I'm a Marylander. I'm a lifelong Baltimore Baltimore Orioles and Ravens fan. So it's you know I, I know we're this past week. It's been a, a tough week for for for, for certainly Ravens. An unprecedented week. Unprecedented week. But think about rewind a year ago, two years ago, how great we are right now. I mean, we got some good teams that are doing some great things. Some young players. Um, so. I'm, I'm psyched about the future. I know we got some things we got to work through. Uh, but Corbin I'm, Burns, baby. Let's go. Fire it up. Uh, I mean, Adley Rushman, what he's doing out there, the energy. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm a Lamar fan. Uh, I love what he's doing for, for the Ravens. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm all in. Uh, I can't wait to get back. Did you the game last week? I did. I was, I was very, very blessed to be invited by one of our, our, our corporate partners, uh, the CQ Maryland group. I uh, had myself and my wife out. And uh, check this out. The luck or the strategy they had. We were two, two, two uh, suites down from uh, Taylor. Taylor. Did you see Taylor with we your own Tyler. eyes? I saw Taylor. I saw her. She was as close as me as that crab cake. Really? Yeah. And so, and I was trying to play cool. Like, I don't want to be the guy that was always looking at Taylor. I wanted to watch the game, which I did, but it's, it's you're awestruck. Well, the guy with the Grammys camera couldn't take his eyes off I Taylor. Know. But I the, know. the best part about Taylor for me on the, on the Grammys was she knew every word to every song. Yeah. Which and, really, like, I'm rooting for the Chiefs this week. So yeah. I just in a sort of weird I don't know. Way. Someone asked me, who are you rooting for? And I said, well, I don't have, you know, a horse in either game, but I, I do like a guy named Brock Purdy. Right? I've know, always liked I like Andy that Reed. name, right? I like Brock, Brock Purdy. <laughs> Brock Yetso. How many Brocks do you meet? I don't meet a whole lot of nesters. <laughs> no, there's not a lot of us. Yeah. I, I, when I, I meet another nester, I, it's a big deal for both of us. I went to elementary school with a Brock, and I've met maybe one or two here or there, but there's not a ton of us out there. So, but uh, but I'm, I, I'm a big Baltimore sports fan, and I think the, the future is bright. My favorite um, Brock was Brock Landers. <laughs> that's good. That's a good reference, right? That, that's a Did great you like reference. That? Yeah, that's a I great reference. I knew you would know that Brock. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a legend in his own right. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, but, yeah, back to your question, how, how to find us. We're obviously on, on the Internet, uh, Uh We got all of our social feeds, Ullman Foundation on Insta, uh, Facebook. Uh, all that stuff. So uh, it's nice to meet you. Yeah, dude. it's great Thank to meet you, you man. Master. Thanks for coming out. I, I I I feel awful that I haven't met you, but I said to my wife, "This gives me a chance to invite people like you it's all incredible what you're doing. and say hello to folks." Um, we're we're collecting goods here for the Maryland Food Bank. Um, my son came up with this idea. I'm gonna give him full credit. He's gonna be executive producing my show at the Costas on Tuesday. And I called him at Thanksgiving, and I had done. Um, I, I went to Wise Markets for groceries one night, and they're my sponsor. I'm at the Utawood. I call it Utawood. You call it Towson Commons, whatever you want to call it. But I'm at the Utawood Wise, and my wife parked, and there was a big thing in the parking lot. And I'm like, oh, there's Jamie Costello. Oh, there's Bill from Channel 2. So I went over, and they were about to do their live show. We were getting groceries at 6 o'clock at night, and Jamie's out there doing his thing for yeah, the yeah. food bank. And I'm like, I guess it planted a seed for me. And I said to my son, I want to do a charity thing where I have 100 Brock Yetzos, like 100 Vivian. All these people I know charitably, let's do it all in one week. Let's make it awesome. Let's do it Super Bowl week because I'm the Ravens. It's a long story. It's, I should, could be in Las Vegas now, but I'm not. Yeah. Um, and my son said, well, it's Super Bowl week, Dad. You got to do something with crab soup. And I'm like, soup, 
hunger, feeding people. I remembered the taste of the NFL and all the work I'd done with Wayne Kostrowski, yeah. who I talked to as a spiritual guiding light for hunger. Uh, and I said, you know what? We're going to do food bank. We're going to do a cup of Super Bowl. And I'm going to have 100 people like you by to tell 100 stories like the great work you're doing at the Almond Fund. That's amazing. Well, I, I, kudos to you. Uh, you gave me the option of when I could come in and, and uh, appreciate all the great work that all these other yeah, entities are doing. But I said Fadley's. I mean, that's my first choice. I got you, I, man. I want to get I, there. I, I want to be on the front end. Listen, as I sit here in the epicenter and, you know, of the beginning of the jumbo lump crab cake anywhere in the world, right? Yeah. With, with Nancy over there doing all the slurrying and all that special mustard that I'll never know about that's a secret. I, I, I thought to myself, you know, this, this is going to be something this week to bring yeah. people out. Everybody's going to have their favorite crab cake. Yeah. yeah. And, Kitchen and you, doesn't know them for another 20 minutes. And I love the food bank. You know, the food scarcity is such an issue. I mean, we see it with our patients and families. I just talked to our navigator in Maryland on Friday, and she said it's one of the biggest challenges that, that, that patients or families are dealing with, you know, ex, ex, access to nutrition and, and quality food. So what the food bank's doing, it's awesome. Pick that lasagna up over there. I want to yeah. show people. Grab that lasagna. Grab you got what? Wise Markets is our sponsor. Gives me a chance to promote Wise. I would eat this lasagna, but someone less fortunate than I is going to have this. It's going to be delicious. Folks are bringing stuff here. I got luck, awesome. frosted Lucky Charms. They're magically delicious. Uh, Brock Yetzo is here. Almond Fun. Please go visit him. Um, you got a, a 10x the cash lottery ticket here. You got number 50. Good luck for you. That's Brad oh, Jackson's number you. when I think about that. Um, we're going to be moving around all week. We're Costas on Tuesday, Coco's on Wednesday, State Fair on Thursday, Pappas in Cockeysville on Friday, all day long, 9 to 5. We'll have uh, good-looking, distinguished gentlemen like Brock Yetzo, beautiful women like uh, Vivian and uh, Teresa who stopped by earlier as well. We're stacking them up. Bill McCarthy's going to be here a little later on. My friend Michelle Bresnick-Wall, she's a who, all you... What's with you Virginia people? Is it a Thomas Jefferson thing? Was it the quality of education? Was it the liberal lifestyle down there in Charlottesville? What was it? The John <laughs> well, Paul Jones Arena? Oh, uh, JPJ. It's a beauty. I saw it Springsteen a... there. Oh. And I've seen you two at Scott Stadium. JPJ is uh, almost too nice for a college arena. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty spectacular. I mean, I, 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 I was in the, the Rotunda era when we had the, you know, the... Um, the, the big old dome. Um, so, and, but I was in the era when you could walk in as a student and sit in the front row and watch Harold Dean. And was Terry Holland gone by the time you got there? Terry was still there. He was still All there. Right. But we, we were so bad. You know, we had a dumpy stadium. We were really bad. Now you can't even get a ticket there. Um, so, well, I saw you two do their, their big center 360 show there one night. My wife and I got a limo. We went down, yeah. made the whole night happen. She doesn't even remember because she slept the whole way home. It was a great night. You two played the Unforgettable Fire. It was fantastic. And I've seen Springsteen twice at your gym down there. Oh, my God. He's done more than Every me. Every time I go. But I go in and out. I've never spent the night in yeah. Charlottesville. I've only gone in for a concert and driven home. Where's your favorite Springsteen? Are those the only two times you saw him? Or? I've seen Springsteen 100 times yeah. at least. Yeah. My I favorite saw him at Jazz Fest my first time. See, I wouldn't like that. It's nah, too big. It was, it was too big. Too, it was too yeah. big. Yeah. You know? You know where I saw him? It was, which was, I don't know if it was my favorite. Interesting was on Broadway. My wife, she splurged, bought no, the, bought the second row too. tickets. Yeah, like, I'm a Bruce guy. Yeah. I'm a music guy. You know yeah. that. I was like, I want more music. There's a lot of storytelling here. There's a lot of... <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It was a Broadway show. It was a Broadway show. It was a Broadway show. Did you see the first version or the second version? The, the second. The yeah, second. The, so he talked about his mother dying. Yes. His yeah, mother yeah. died this week. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, I cried both times I saw the second one. I yeah. went back the second time just to cry some more because my mother had just died. Oh. So, yeah, so it, was, uh, it was one of those things. Yeah, Bruce Spring, music, sports, crab cakes, and helping people, bringing yeah. us together. All right, Brock Yetzo, uh, it's taken me a long time to get him out. Uh, find him out at Almond Fund. Uh, he's down in Howard County, but they're doing great work up here in the city as well. 
kitchen. I'm, I'm smelling crab cakes. It feels like it might be getting open here. Uh, we're going to have great, great guests here all week long. So I brought to you by our friends at the Maryland Lottery in conjunction with our friends at Wind Donation. I have my funny floppy hat. I, I, I lost it here. I'm falling over because we're on a slanted floor here. It's like a movie theater. Wind Donation, 866 Nation. Let them know that I sent you. They also do doors. Uh, and last but not least, our friends at Jiffy Lube Multicare taking great care of us. I'm going to step out, take a break. We got more things ahead. Uh, we have live radio all week, unless we get knocked off the air. If you're listening, listen on our stream. We were going to stream video, but 5G is too hard to do all that. Everything you hear on the radio will be able to watch. It'll all be out at Baltimore Positive and all of our normal channels on Instagram, on YouTube, all that stuff later on in the month. I'm collecting people this week. I'm going to watch football up at Hollywood Casino on Sunday, and then next week we're going to get back to uh, re-promoting all of these charities as well. I am Nestor. We are WNST, AM 1570, live from Fadley's in the Lexington market. We're going to come back, uh, and as soon as I can figure out how to work all of my equipment, I swear we'll be back for more right after this.